Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Sunday. I am Jason Napolitano, and Mr. Chris Sheridan is on the line. How are you, sir? Doing great today. It's another Sunday, and another day without sun. We've had so many fires down here that the the sky has been this perpetual twilight. So, <laughs> for like five Jeez, days. I'm telling you. So, yeah, it's Sunday, but sun is sort of... But sun cold. is lacking. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sun is lacking on this Sunday, but... You did have some good news earlier when I talked to you and you said that you're, you guys are most likely out of harm's way of the fire. We are. The fire's so passed. It's good there. fairly well contained and, uh, yeah, can breathe again, even though it's still difficult to breathe because of the actual air quality. But, but psychologically. Emotionally, yes, emotionally. I, can, I, can, All right. I can exhale. I'm not <laughs> holding my breath, basically. That's... I don't know if I want to suck in this air, but yeah, I, was I can say, definitely don't... let out. Don't take too deep of a breath, but you can let it out. So for all of those, uh, all of you who are still, uh, you know, in or near those fires, you know, we're sending out prayers and blessings to you. Hope uh, everyone's doing okay out there. I mean, these things are in uh, Oregon and Washington and all over California. So, you know, we're praying, uh, praying for everybody, the animals, the birds, the trees, all of us, everything. So... Right, and on that note, we are going to have a nice positive show with some Reverend Ike. We haven't done any Reverend Ike in a while. We're going back to his book, uh, Health, Joy, and Prosperity for You, uh, Science of Living Study Guide by Reverend Ike. And you can find that on Amazon, and I highly recommend that. And also watching his videos on YouTube. He is an incredibly uh, positive and entertaining at the same time. Yeah, a little uh, update or a little uh, reminder on, on who he is. Yeah, since we haven't yeah. done one. Uh, yeah, right. I will. I will give a little update. He was yeah. uh, quite popular up until the '90s. His heyday was really in the uh, uh, the late '70s and early '80s. An African American preacher, uh, based in in um, he was in the edge of Harlem. His yeah, church was there, the right? Uh, and then he ended up moving out to the West Coast, and he was, I think, in Los Angeles towards the end of his life, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he was doing more in the kind of, um, new thought world there, but, uh, definitely a, um, a unique preacher in that he has a very kind of classical preaching style, uh, but he's, he's preaching new thought instead, you know? So he was very revolutionary and a lot of people didn't know what to make of him. And he caught a lot of flack and he was very controversial and quite flamboyant and in terms of his, his, style of dressing and um this kind of outlook on money and he had like something like 13 rolls royces or something like that and you know really outspoken about you know about that side of things but i think he was one of these misunderstood people because in his messages if you get past the um the prosperity stuff which is is good good material i'm not knocking it but there's a lot of depth to it that I don't think a lot of people really understood, you know, and he was one of the early, you know, one of the early preachers who was talking about the God in you and Christ in you and, and some of these ideas amongst um, congregations that were probably not used to those messages. So really a, a ahead of his time in a lot of ways. And if you'll notice on YouTube, you hear a lot of, you see a lot of those comments on his videos, like this man was like 50 years ahead of his time and blah, 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 and this kind of stuff. So and he's really resonating with a lot of young people now. Uh, a fantastic preacher though. I cannot give this guy enough praise and a, and a trailblazer. So check him out. 
Um, we're going to look at a section called four steps to get what you want, four steps to get what you want. So, you know, again, that kind of sets up a sort of, you know, prosperity thought process, but really, and he points out in this, in this section as well, that you can use this methodology to get, you know, anything you want. If it's peace of mind, if it's, you know, you want to start a nonprofit, if it's, you want to buy a horse and live out in the country, I mean, you know, it really could be any of these kinds of things, or you want to, you know, save the bees, uh, for example, you know, or, you know, you want to start a business, you want to make some money, you need to get out of debt, you can also use it for that. And so that's the interesting thing about this stuff. And that's, you know, sometimes new thought and, you know, mind science and, and law of attraction and so on are critiqued and criticized because they do focus so much on the prosperity side of it. But that's, you know, really, it's like criticizing a, a hammer for being a hammer. A hammer is a very useful tool, um, you know, but you can use it for a lot of a lot of different things. You can crack somebody over the head with it or you can, you know, build a house with it or you can, you know, build a prison with it. You know, so it's like, you know, it's not the hammer's fault. So the, these laws or principles are kind of like tools. What you plug into them and how you use them is up to you. And that's where we're going to talk quite a bit about that in this section, uh, in the first section of this, which I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, that it's, it's important to think about. So you can u utilize this tool to manifest w whatever you want is basically well, what, could I'm, be health. what I'm trying to get. At. It could be health. Exactly. It could be peace of mind. Mm -hmm. uh, it could, it be could be a, spiritual uh, healing in a relationship with a loved one. relationship. Indeed. Um, you know, this having and getting what you want. Uh, well, how about a more spiritual life? Uh, how about, you know, a life of service? I mean, mm -hmm. it could be as altruistic or as selfish, you know, in a yeah. way as you want. The principles are the same. Mm -hmm. um, but I like this. Uh, and, you know, we've all heard so many versions of, you know, if you believe it, you can achieve it. Sure. Um, you know, if you can see it, you know, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can have it. Uh, so many ways and so many times we've seen it and they kind of get mushy, a little interchangeable. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm visualizing this, but is it an image or am I visualizing, you know, the smell? Is it, you know, do I believe it? Do I, you know, it, they kind of run into each other a little bit. And I like the way he lays this out, that there are four distinct steps and they are to be taken in this particular order. Yeah. So as we get into it, we'll, uh, we'll uncover what those are, but I think that kind of separates this a little bit out uh, from, from some of the some other ideas. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I, he's, yeah. He's believing as a man thinketh and there you go. It's like, well, great. Well, but this can, is this. Yeah, no, I'm not saying this don't work, but this yeah, is a, a but very, this very, it's very, this is very clear, isn't it? Systematic. Yeah, yes. Systematic. Exactly. And sometimes that's what we need. We need a little bit of a system or a mm -hmm. template or a guide, a guidebook, a workbook, not just a bunch of ideas. We need something. Okay. What do I want today? I don't fill in field number three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to really work through this. Um, sure. Because again, it's, you know, we can talk about all kinds of stuff, but, you know, there's a very practical aim uh, to all this. And, and that's that scientific part of, of the new thought or of mind science is that if, if you try it and it works and somebody else tries it and it works for them, um, then that scientific proof in it's working. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's that there's a principle or a law at work because it's, a, you know, I, Ernest Holmes used to say the law is a respecter of no man, you know, and I thought that was an interesting way to put it. It's like, it doesn't matter, you know, who it, 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 in the same way, like as anybody can plant a seed in the ground, it doesn't mean if you're a sinner or a saint, you know, a carrot's going to come up if you plant a carrot. You know what I mean? A cucumber is going to come up if you plant a cucumber. It doesn't matter who the person is operating on the law. And, you know, that's the way New Thought looks at thinking about things and using these particular principles to create uh, an out picture, as they would say, the the purposes and goals that you have within. Um, So let's get into this. Uh, Four steps to get what you want. Let's start with the beginning of this. He has a quote from the Bible, which I love. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs um, 29, 18. And then he, he, he starts this with the science of living principle. You have within you the infinite power of God to bring into existence whatever good you want to be, to do, and to have. That was one of his kind of catchphrases. To good you want to be, to do, and to have. And it really is a nice way of looking at things because... Uh, you know, the being part is kind of the psychological part, the emotional content of it, or, you know, the, the sort of thing you want to be. Uh, the doing is the action and the having is, you know, the, the, the results or the sort of, you know, material side of things. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's making it, there's a balance there when you look at that being and doing and having. You don't get so caught up just in the material side of it. Uh, so the four steps are, we will look at them, and these are, these are in order. Um, and he says you should study and meditate on each of these steps uh, each and every day. So in other words, you want to keep these things in mind each and every day as you're working through them, as you're working through towards your goal and towards what you want. Okay, so number one is decide it. Decide it. Number two is believe it. Number three is see it. And number four is feel it. Okay, so... You want to read? Uh, you want to read that little section after that um, on one eighty there. After decide it. You see where I'm at, or you want yeah, to read yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, all right. Well, uh, decide it. Your decision defines what you want. Uh, believe it. Belief is uh, mental acceptance. Mentally accept it now. See it in your mind. Feel it in your heart. That's so a little bit more of an extrapolation of kind of the you know an explanation of what each of these different sections are. So now we're going to go into it. Really makes a these. distinction, you know, it between does, them it? that they, that these are very different things. Yeah, all working towards the same goal, and, um, and, but, and, all and they work necessary. on different parts of uh, you know of, of the process. Yeah, great point. Great point. And so, you know, the first and in some ways. Oftentimes, for some people, uh, the most difficult is decided. That's section one. Uh, Just basically deciding what it is that you want. And he says, you know, he points this out. A very simple question to ask yourself every day is this one. What do I want? What do I want? And so while you're trying to figure this out, it might be a good thing, he says, to, to write that down on a piece of paper and put that on your mirror. Uh, so that every morning as you're preparing for your day, you can ask yourself, what do I want? And really ask, you know, really ask yourself and really search your heart uh, to figure out that, that, uh, that decision. Um, you know, and this is the thing that's so powerful about this. And, you know, I think uh, we talked about this before. I've talked about this before, but you and I talked about it before the show. 
um, you know, um, Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich, which is one of the classic um, kind of, I don't want to call it new thought, but certainly one of the success oriented uh, self-help books. One of them, probably the most, one of the best selling ones ever. Uh, Napoleon Hill uh, said that, and I, I can't imagine, you know, this was back in his day when he wrote it, which was in the, the late twenties. Um, that like 98% of people are walking around and don't know what they want and don't have any kind of a goal. And, you know, I think that if you were to ask most people what it is they want out of life, just, I mean, if you want to test people around you, you know, go ask people around you and see, and kind of just do a little study on it yourself, you know, ask five or six people, you know, what is it you want out of life and see how many people have goals and very, very few people have, have goals or know what they want, you know, and it's hard because, uh, you know, because all of the different things that go on in life and some of the pressures that we feel and, you know, our jobs and our families and so on. Sometimes we think all those things are, you know, keeping us from our, our dreams or our goals. But, you know, most of the time, most of the time, that is an excuse. We're not we're not deciding what we want to do and we're not, you know, following through with that decision and working on it. Uh, so, you know that decision step is a, is a huge one, right? Well, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. Yeah. And it's a commitment to put one thing above all others. And if you even look at the origin of the word, anything with side, C-I-D-E, like mm-hmm. homicide or insecticide or pesticide or this aside or that aside, you're killing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, you know, symbolism uh, and say that the tarot uh, would be like with a sword, you know, where you have to draw a line in the sand, you make the mark, you cut. And on one side, this is what I want. And then you cut the other stuff out. And I think that's so hard for people uh, because we may have many interests. Mm-hmm. We may have, and like you were talking about, maybe there's expectations from society or from sure, family. Sure, sure. And then there's what we want to do. And yeah. maybe we don't take our soul's longing as seriously. So we don't decide to do that. Well, and then, then you have kind of a mixed allegiance. Sure. You might have three or four. I kind of want I really want to do this, but, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Well, yeah. I should do this because that makes sense. I went to school for it and spent all that money in college, but it doesn't excite me. Sure. So I don't want to just, you know, so we can be kind of, you know, really caught in this quagmire Mm -hmm. of indecision and that really makes it hard uh, especially the more skilled or the more interested you are Mm -hmm. in many different things what if three or four things are equally (laughs) yep or you could do a plus minus well there's advantages to this and there's disadvantages to that and it can be really difficult narrowing that down yeah and as a kind of a practical point, you know, I'll, I'll speak to, to people who have that maybe multiple skills or interests or perhaps equally weighted uh, desires mm-hmm. uh, on what to do. And this may sound a little generic, but it's also very specific too. Applying uh, your decision, just decide it. What you can decide now, and this is something that I do, uh, is that. I say, you know, I want to use my knowledge, experience, uh, my skills, and my interests in a way that can help the most amount of people in, in the best possible way. 
So that sounds generic, but it's actually very specific. I want to use what I have, what I've, I've learned, what I'm interested in. Um, and I could list out what maybe some of those things are to further clarify. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is a decision. That is a, I'm using the best of what I have to share with the world or to share with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, that's, that still is a specific, that is a clear decision because you're not talking about doing something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think too, you know, the decision also might be multi-staged, you know, it, you know, in then, you know, once, once you start working in that direction and affirming towards that, you know, that, that particular goal, then you may, you know, once you start working on different projects to fulfill that, you know, one or two uh, may, may come to the forefront and get, you know, get traction. And then you, you know, you get a little more clarity on that decision. And then you can maybe say something, well, you know, I'm going to, focus my attention on, on this blog and on doing, you know, classes once a week over here. And you know what I'm saying? And it can become more clear as you, as you actually begin to try some of the things out where you're actually taking actions towards achieving that goal, that the kind of feedback that you get from the environment will help you decide that too and further your decision. So that's, that's a good, that's a good way to look at that. You know, and some people may, you might, no, go ahead. And you might find a way to, of combining some as you list, well, I'm good at A, B, and C, mm-hmm. um, but I don't really want to decide B if that means I can't do C or mm-hmm. A. Uh, sure. But as you're going through this, you might find, well, geez, you know, this is kind of a way I could use both or all three of these skills or interests. Yeah, that's a great, great Could converge point. in and put it in this area. Um, so just, you know, they, they may get their play. And, and again, like you say, you know, we can, there is a primary decision or mm-hmm. what you're wanting to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And you can still do other stuff on the weekends or yeah, exactly. in your spare time. It's it's not, you know, that that's the only thing you're ever going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, but you can't be too vague either. And that's why he put decision first. Yeah. And exactly. it's very, very important because you could add all the visualization and you're feeling it and believing it and praying and, doing all your, uh, your, your, your practice on doing this every day, like he said, but if you, yeah, but I don't know if I really want to do that or not, or mm-hmm. what about this? Or if I do this, I might not be able to do that. Yeah. You rip the whole bottom end of the whole thing out. So yeah. decide something for now. And yeah, then, exactly. again, like he says, yeah. do it every day. And if you say, well, you know, maybe that wasn't the best decision. Uh, maybe yeah, then change. you can modify yeah, it and help clarify it. Sure. So it's a process. Yeah, exactly. And then know, and know the difference between, you know, persistence and, you know, hey, this isn't the right thing for me, you know, because sometimes we're going to go through challenges and we're going to, you know, get tested and we're going to need to just, you know, gr- kind of grit through things and push, you know, push through challenges and difficulties. And then other times it's just like, you know, I'm doing this and, I made this decision and I've stuck with it for the last, you know, three or four years and I made a little bit of progress, but you know, honestly, I'm not really enjoying this. Uh, and, and then kind of going, you know, this decision was good and it got me to this place, but you know, it's time to make a new decision and kind of, you know, kind of refine this decision to something else. So, you know, it is a, you know, it is a, it has a certain amount of weight and power to it and, 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 and it needs a certain, amount of energy but at the same time you know also you know have some some flexibility with it and and make sure that you're 
you know, you're really enjoying what you're doing and actually it's actually fulfilling that part of yourself that, you know, it was intended to do. So, uh, so let's, let's, we'll move on, but I wanted, I do want to read a little bit of this. He says, you know, right now, right here and right now, make up your mind about what you want and write it down. Uh, you know, for example, he said, for the purposes of this lesson, let's say that your goal is to have your own business, write down what type of business you want and write down the date when you will start your business, make plans for the grand opening, decide on the part of town you will have your office in, et cetera, et cetera. So and he's getting at the point of, of making very detailed, very clear uh, decisions and goals for yourself and having a, you know, having a very clear picture at which to aim, which is going to get us into our next section. So we want to decide at least as with as much clarity and focus as we can to begin with. Uh, and then we want to move into the second stage, which is uh, believe it, believe it. And, you know, he also pointed out in this section that, you know, just to be able to make that decision requires uh, uh, sometimes some, some uh, uh, you have to work on your own belief because you may be thinking, well, I can't do this or this is too difficult or, you know, these people are telling me this or that about this thing, you know, and so you've got to have enough even kind of confidence in yourself and faith that you can do the thing even to make that decision. So all these steps are interrelated. They're separate steps, but they're definitely interrelated and they're definitely in a specific order for a reason. So we will move on to section two, which is believe it, believe it. Do you want to read uh, that first section of believe it uh, for, for, for the listeners? All right. Uh, belief is mental acceptance. When you believe something, you mentally accept it for yourself. In order to accomplish your goals and achieve your good purposes, you have to believe. You have to mentally accept what you want. Do not be discouraged by those around you who tell you that you cannot accomplish your goals. Full of wonders that people said couldn't be done. So this belief has to, uh, and this is me talking now, this belief has to transcend, you know, maybe what some of the evidence and some of the facts <laughs> appear to be. Mm-hmm. in front of you you know if there's a will there's a way and i think that's where this this belief um, gets in and he goes on in the next paragraph to underscore that belief in yourself yeah uh, doing this thing that you've decided to do sure um, is really at the core of it uh, any one of these steps along the way can kind of undermine the whole thing uh, but i would say especially these first two you know knowing what it is and then believing uh, in yourself that you can uh, accomplish this exactly so as you know just to, we'll, just, we'll kind of reiterate these steps as we go just so you can get them in your own mind so number one step was decide it decide it your decision decide to, defines what you want and the second step of course number two is believe it and i think you really hit on something uh uh you know re- reading through that but but just kind of this idea of, of mental acceptance and the idea of uh, this belief that you need to have within the power within yourself and stuff. And he says, believe in the infinite goodness, also the infinite power of God in you. When you believe, you can achieve any and every goal you set for yourself. When you believe in yourself, you become unstoppable. And, you know, you think about that when, you know, when people are telling, telling you know, some of these leaders in the past and stuff that this was impossible, you know, right, brothers with flight and, you know, forward with the, with the car, you know, with the, with his, his car and his process of, of manufacturing and, you know, many different things that were thought to be impossible. V8 engine was one thing that was thought to be impossible. 
you know, we take that for granted now. V8 is just, you know, such an integral part of cars now. Well, they don't know they don't use them that much anymore. But if now for a long time, the V8 was the pinnacle of the engine. So, you know, but people thought it was impossible. Ford pressed, you know, his engineers to do it and they finally figured it out. You know, he wouldn't give up. And so, you know, but the, here's the other thing about Decide that's interesting, you know, and this is where the kind of spiritual side of the thing comes in. You also need to kind of weigh out your decision and decide based on on what you believe is 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 right too for the world for yourself for other people and so on so you want your decision that you're making to be in alignment with your with your spiritual and ethical beliefs so that if for example you know you really you really care about family and the environment and you know and and community and so on you don't want to make goals that are in opposition to those things so think out what your decision is and your goal is and the effects that it will have on yourself your family your community the environment and so on and make sure that's in alignment with your own ethical beliefs you know i think sometimes they forget to remind you of that in some of these things and people just think well i want to have a billion dollars and i want to be all powerful and fly around on jets all the time and do this and do that and it, it's fine if that's your goal but if also in yourself, you know, you're like, and I want to help protect the environment and I want to live, you know, a family life and I want to, you know, and I don't want to be bothered by people and I, and I want to have a lot of free time, you know, something, something's got to give. So make sure that your decision is based in, you know, in reality and it's based and it's also based on your own ethical beliefs and all those things are in alignment. So, you know, you can have what you want, but you definitely want to make sure what you want is worthwhile what you're going to great point right yeah well so, you know this chapter you know four steps to get what you want but it seems like a large part of it at least the first two are mostly based on who are you yeah yeah you know what are your values what, what's important to you what are your desires what do you want what are your what's your belief system yeah it's nothing to do with manifesting a car or relationship or something yeah. like that yeah it's, it's involved in that manifestation yeah, or that, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, bringing that, but it's, you know, if you go to the you know website and say you order something on Amazon and you just click and as long as your credit card works, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what yep, I mean? Yep. Uh, you don't really have to question your beliefs. You can just get what you want if you have the, the, the funds. Sure. Uh, but this has more to do with maybe being yep. who you, who you are and who you want to be and who you believe yourself yeah see yourself as being uh so that you can do and have and, and be the things uh you know exactly that you have in your life yeah uh, but it's very much a self-exploration a self-assessment uh personal inventory yeah um question your values your beliefs what do i really want that says more to do with who you are than than what this thing is out there that you're trying to conjure up so sure sure so it's a very deep it's a deep process. Um, you know, it's a philosophical yeah. process if you take it all the way, you know, and, and it, it, it's um, and it's one it's it's important. It's important to do that, you know, and I think that that's where people get stuck sometimes because they'll make goals for themselves that really aren't in alignment with who they are. I mean, if you're an introverted person that likes to study a lot and, you know, likes your free time and, you know, likes to meditate and be left alone and, you know, spend time with books and then your goal is to be you know, a, a pro wrestler 
uh, or something like this, it's like those things really aren't in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Or you want to be a, a an MMA fighter or something like that. You know, those are kind of kind of two kind of two different life paths. And so, you know, you got to make sure that you're, the things. And this is one of those things where it's like know thyself really comes right. into play, right? And that 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 old Greek Greek saying that was uh, above uh, uh, the temple at Delphi, I believe. Um, yeah. And right, and so know thyself is it's like a huge thing and you know it really you really need to understand who you are like your personality but also who you are as a spiritual being and is is that in alignment you know with these goals that i'm making so one is decide it two is believe it believe it and then the third section is see it and like you said, in some ways, these, these second two are quite a bit easier because once you've decided and you believe in it and you can believe in yourself to do it and you've got a clear picture, well, then seeing it and feeling it, uh, which is the, the next steps, are, are quite a bit easier. And this is why he lays them out this way. And, you know, we talked a bit about this before we got on. And I almost feel like if you think about this, it's like it's almost like painting a picture. You know, one is you decide it, decide what you're going to paint Two, you believe that you have the skills to do it and believe that you can. And, you know, three, you visualize what the image is that you want to, you know, create on that, on that, uh, on that canvas. And then four, the feel it is the kind of sensation and the doing and the actually the emotional content while you're doing the work that, you know, is creating it and so on. And it's the sort of manifestation part of it. They're all. Again, they're all interrelated, but you can almost kind of look like it, you know, look at it in that way. It's almost like a, a like or like the blueprints for a house or something like that. You know, there's there's these kind of steps that are going on before the thing is actually coming into manifestation. Uh, so see it then, of course. Um, this is very familiar, you know, with visualization. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You have an image in your mind of you, you know, living in this house or going on vacation with this uh, great partner you're in a relationship with or um, a healthy state, a healed state. If you were not uh, feeling healthy and you want that, that's your decision. Yeah. Um, and if that is your decision, then decide health and, and don't spend a lot of time, even though the evidence <laughs> compels you to, to, to not, you know, think you're not feeling well. You know, you have to be in your visualization, in your belief, and in this decision. You've decided health. Yeah. That even though the doctor says this, I decide health is is what I want, and I believe it because I don't believe in the value of this sickness. Yeah. Um, and I and see yourself healthy, even if you look in the mirror and you look terrible and you feel terrible. See yourself healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. See the end result, see the end result. And he goes, you know, and be real specific about it too. So for example, that, you know, you, you have a, have a, let's say you got a lower back injury or something that you're trying to heal and, you know, you really love to play golf and, you know, the doctor's telling you, oh, you know, you're not going to be able to play golf anymore. You're going to have to really take, take it easy and do this and that and stuff. And, you know, you don't believe that you don't, you don't, you're not going to, you know, you want to, you want to you want to play golf again let's say and you really do believe that you can overcome this injury and so on and you know you, you look you know, obviously you've got to work within the realms of 
your capabilities as things go on. But it, it is incredible what you can do if you open up your mind and you open up your heart and you open up your belief system to, uh, to create new possibilities for some being very specific, like I said, like, so if there's something that really motivates you, like, man, I, I just, one day I want to be able to, you know, to play golf again. And you can see yourself doing that and you can really, and you can feel it. You feel the breeze on your face and the, you know, the swing and the connection with the ball and you just, you know, watch that ball sail out there, you know, uh, towards, uh, towards the, you know, over the green and stuff, you know, you really, you know, uh, you know, get the visual and visceral experience of it and see everything. Um, you know, your, your mind has very, your unconscious mind can't tell the difference between reality and really well-imagined scenarios, which is why dreams are so powerful. Um, and it's also why if you're stopped at a stoplight and you don't have a, horizon or much peripheral vision and the car beside you moves mm -hmm. forward it actually physiologically feels like you're moving backwards oh yeah exactly exactly uh, you have a visceral reaction to something that actually didn't happen but the visual cues told your mind that or people in virtual reality on a mm -hmm. roller coaster getting mm -hmm. sick they're not moving they're not no. going anywhere but the so it, visualization is so powerful. It's so powerful. Exactly. Exactly. And then when it's combined with, you know, with like belief and faith, it, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's really pretty miraculous what you can accomplish with those things. And it's why you have to be so careful with, yes. uh, with your thinking and with your visualizing and your imagining, even if that, and I talk about this in my book, you know, if you can worry, you can meditate. Our minds run away with us so much and they go down these crazy roads and, you know, you've got to be very careful to channel them and, you know, channel your thoughts into a positive sort of a stream. Otherwise they'll take you into directions you don't want to go. And, you know, there's that, that's, that's the thing about this visualization that's so, so powerful. So, excuse me. Hang on one second. Aaron. Okay. I almost sneezed, but I did not. I will need to cut that out. All right. So I won't bless you. Okay? <laughs> you well, you're blessed anyway. I'll be blessed. Anyway. Sneeze or no sees and yeah. blessings be to you. Blessings be to me. So at any rate, at the, uh, at the end of this, he points out again, where there is no vision, the people perish that, uh, that's that saying from Proverbs 29, 18. So the see it part of it is the vision. You know, when people talk about visionaries and visionary experiences and, visionary leaders and so on. It's this ability to envision the future that you want and visualize with great detail the goals uh, that you have and the hopes that you have or the healings or the, you know, or the sobriety. You know, you, again, we say, you know, you can, you, you know, first things first. So if, you know, you really do, let's, you know, another thing of decision that's important is make sure you're deciding the important things first. You know, if you're in the middle of, uh, you know, drug addiction and alcohol addiction uh, and it's, you know, destroying your life and you're thinking in your mind, like, I really want to start a business right now. That's my dream. First things first, you know, take care of the take care of the issues that are going to keep you from that goal and build a strong foundation for yourself first. So that can kind of weigh out your decision, too, is like, is this the best decision for me right here and right now to get me to this goal 
in my mind. I have that goal still. I want to start a business, but the first thing I'm going to do is get sober, for example. You know, or the first thing I'm going to do is take some time to get an education and learn about learn about business. And that can be done many, many ways, you know. So um, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to go back to school. There's online stuff. And, you know, most stuff is online now anyways in this COVID thing. So, uh, you know, so be creative with that. But make sure you're putting first things first. And so that can help your decision-making process, too, is kind of just looking at your goal and breaking it down into steps. And, you know, still seeing the big picture, but taking each step at one step at a time. Okay, so see it. So now we're going to move on to feel it, which is step four. So decided is number one. Number two is believe it. Number three is see it. And number four, the last one is feel it. Feel it is an interesting one. I like this one. Um, you want to talk a little bit about this? Uh, I'll let you start. Well, yeah, the feeling part of it is, I think, something that gets overlooked in mm -hmm. a lot of mind science or new thought or the secret, mm -hmm. um, it, a lot of that seems to focus on belief and, and visualization. Mm -hmm. I have faith, I believe it, and I see it. I'm, believing is seeing, seeing is believing, okay? But this feeling really puts you in the moment. It puts you in the position of having that business or that new car or being in that relationship or experiencing that healed state. It's not an abstract thing when you get into feeling and remember at the beginning, he was saying that, um, you know, seeing is more for your mind and feeling is more for your heart. So you're working on other parts of your self, yeah. parts of your being, um, you know, not just the mental. Now we're working in the emotional and really, you know, the, the deep core, uh, you know, feeling and, there's the sensational feeling like it's a, you know, if you see something, it's kind of a visual uh, thing, but feeling could be tactile. What does the steering wheel feel like on the new yeah. car? Or what does it feel like in your heart to be driving that car yeah. that you want out in the open road? Uh, or if it's a healed state, um, it can't just be not sick. <laughs> it has to be, I am healed and, and I'm out there playing golf. If that was, you know, like you were saying uh, earlier, the example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, or you're able to, you know, walk up and down that flight of steps that you weren't able to. Before, yeah. Or you yeah. can go to the park without your oxygen tank or, you know, that there's some mobility or ability or freedom or joy uh, that you can experience having accomplished this or achieved this or acquired this, whatever your, uh, you know, the decision uh, desire is that you've, you've um, you know, I guess decided upon. Yeah. And what does that feel like? Okay, you're now you're you're working with children and you're teaching and you're giving back to your community. Uh, wow, what does that feel like? You know, there's a yeah. smile on somebody's on a parent who who wasn't able to you know maybe spend that much time or get get their children to you know practice their ABCs or whatever it is, and then and then the joy like oh my gosh, thank you this you know. Or, wow, you know, the neighborhood cleanup thing. It just, oh, it looks so much better now. I never, I didn't know this empty lot on the corner could, could look so beautiful. It's, I walk yeah, by it every exactly. day and I just, it's this ugly thing. And, you know, it, it goes beyond just getting the thing. This is sure, having exactly. the thing and living that life yeah. um, that you now are. Um, so it's, 
it's different, and I think it's a much deeper one. I think the visualization is really important. Again, these are in order. Once you have that vision, then what does it feel like? Yeah, playing yeah. out that vision. Well, it's almost like too. It sends a really important message to the unconscious because you know, the feeling of excitement or happiness or whatever is something that, you know, generally accompanies the, the, uh, the actual thing itself, you know, the acquisition of something or the, 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 you know, the reaching the goal or whatever. So you're kind of stimulating that at part of the, you know, the nervous system or whatever, you know, the emotional sort of content that, you know, is, is part of that, that, that thing. Like, and, you know, we all can, can, can call up those experiences from our, you know, from our lives where we were excited about things when we, you know, when we achieved a goal and, you know, this is, this is one of the big things that you do in, in NLP work. It's using, you know, using those emotions that you already have and then kind of anchoring, anchoring these new goals and new visions to these, these emotions that you've already had. And so there's this sort of foregone conclusion in your unconscious mind. Well, of course this is going to happen because I feel the emotion. I feel the, the thing itself. I actually feel the, you know, when you imagine feeling physically or the sensations of the thing itself or doing that thing that you wish to achieve, you know, it, it sends very important, you know, uh, messages to, uh, to the unconscious. Uh, in it, in achieving to to help you achieve that, and so it's a, it's a super important part of you, right? And you know the fact that it's the fourth step, um, you know, it, requ it requires building to get to that stage because you do need to be clear. You know, you need to decide, you need to believe, and then you need to see, and then you can feel, and then you can really f understand the emotional content of it. Um, you know, even internally. Uh, you know what I mean? So there's there's definitely a logic, a really clear logic to the way that he's laid these these steps out. So we encourage you to to stick with the the four steps. Uh, one more time, we'll go through it. So it's number one is decide it, two is believe it, three is see it, and four is feel it. And I will put these in the description, of course, in the um, in the podcast, and I'll put them up on. Uh, I'll put them up on the website as well at cosmiceye.org so you can see that blog post. And I want to put up these affirmations as well. Um, do you want to go back and forth? We'll read these uh, read these affirmations on the last page there on 185. These are these are really nice affirmations to use. Okay. Um, yes, we we will and can. Uh, let me just finish um, the other part when you oh sure yeah those four. Mm -hmm. um, and he talks about this on uh, writes about this on 184. Uh, he says a lot of times people put the responsibility on somebody else for what mm. you should do or how you're going to get it uh, or the belief, oh, I need somebody to believe in me uh, or always, you know, make the decision for me or something like that. I said the important lesson here is to remember that it, it is you and the under or bold and bold face uh, have to decide it. You have to believe you have to see it and you have to feel it. So with that, we can read the affirmations, but he underscored that, that it is something, and it really isn't clear, uh, or at least wasn't made clear at the beginning, but he underscores it here saying that you decide, you believe, you see, and you feel. 
Yeah, that's a great point. It becomes very uh, well. Then you're responsible for it, and you own it. Yeah, because you it's you. It. It's your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the doctor. It's not the you know university professor. It's not the parent. It's not the spouse or you know, who's, that's, that's going to make these decisions office. for yeah. you. Or, or it's going to do the believing in yourself yeah, for you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, now all these people can help and they can get in the way. It doesn't matter. The point is you decide, believe, see and feel. Absolutely. And, and you know, and there's there's a boldness and a power and a power in that, too. And, you know, this is where one of these things where you take back that power and you stop giving it out to, oh, you know, uh, the, the you know this leadership's in office and so i can't possibly do that or oh you know these damn corporations do this and that so how could i ever get you know get this little business off the ground or whatever don't give your power away yeah. you know take it back take it back you have to decide it that's a great point i'm glad you brought that up and you have to believe it and you know you have to feel it and you have to do it so own it it's yours uh, and, and that's why these affirmations are, are in first person Exactly, exactly. And so we'll jump right into those. We'll start with the first one and then you can do the next one. So right here and right now, I know exactly what I want. I have decided it in my heart and in my mind. I believe in the good which I desire. I see and feel myself being what I want to be, doing what I want to do, and having what I want to have. My positive thinking leads me to positive action, and I get positive results. Thank you, God in me. Thank you, God in me. I love the way he puts that. Thank you, God in me. And one last thing from Reverend Ike. You can't lose with the stuff I use. I love that (laughs) saying. I always said that. You can't lose with the stuff I use, which means, you know, he did this stuff himself, and he was incredibly successful at what he did. And not only that, incredibly skilled as a preacher. Just a, just a really incredible speaker and very motivating individual. Uh, so, you know, and he used these principles himself in his own life. And that's why he would always say, you know, look, I don't, you know, you can't lose lose with the stuff I use. And it means I use because he, he used it. Yeah. And, you know, you know, we use these, these, these same principles and the stuff that we're doing. And, you know, and, and so we're not trying to lead anyone anywhere you know, we ourselves are not trying to go or, or are not, you know, with things we are not using. So, you know, with that in mind, uh, keep those uh, affirmations, uh, you know, close at hand. Uh, remember, decide it, believe it, see it, feel it, and you can get what you want. You really can build the life that you want. And, you know, this is more important than ever now, especially of time that we're in with these challenges. You know, this is a time for new ideas. This is a time for rebuilding and doing things in a different way this is a time for you know crazy ideas that just might work and you know radical shifts in 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 thinking and so on so you know there's no better time than in the middle of challenges to do something worthwhile and something that you truly believe in because you really don't have much to lose during those times you know you have everything to gain you have everything to gain you know so and that's another great affirmation, by the way. I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. That was a Napoleon Hill thing by was trying. Okay. Yeah, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain by trying. And, and it's and not too late. You could be in midlife not or too late. midlife or deep into retirement and um, maybe have still... a lot of ups and downs and tried this and tried that. But then, you know, be that now. It's yep. who you are with where you are and what you are now. 
that is making these decisions and affirmations and beliefs and visualizations. Amen. And, you know, because there's been delays or challenges or whatever, it means nothing uh, in terms of right now. You know, you have the ability to change your life right now. And in fact, it's like this, this may be the perfect timing because you have learned the lessons you need to learn and you have, you know, went through the challenges that you went through and you have had the setbacks that you've had and so on. Uh, you're wiser, you know, now and so on. But if you're young and you're, you know, you're still learning and, you know, you have big dreams, you know, that's the perfect time too. You're not too young. You're not too old. You know, you're just right. Now is the time. So, uh, so we wish everybody the best out there, you know, make, make your dreams come true. Uh, we're praying for you and uh, we're, we're, we're sending out positive, uh, positive, you know, vibes out there to you uh, to make your dreams come true. So thank you for joining us. Um, uh, we appreciate you showing up to the Cosmic Eye Show each week. We're here on Sunday and on Friday. Uh, Sunday, we've got our kind of variety of different things we're, we're speaking about. And then on uh, on Friday, we, we speak about Emmett Fox. So check that out if you haven't had a chance. Uh, I am your host, Jason Napolitano. My book is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. And Chris Sheridan is the author of The Spirit in the Sky. And those, of course, can be found on Amazon. And like I said, you can check out uh, CosmicEye.org. Uh, to find out, to find these uh, affirmations. I'll also put them up in the description uh, on the podcast so you can see that on wherever you're listening, on iTunes or Podbean or whatever. Uh, check out Chris's website, chrissheridan.com, and join us here each week. Uh, and if you'd like to donate, please donate at anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great week. Be safe out there. Goodbye, and God bless.